This is our Rainmaker Session 3 Group Therapy with our counselor Dominique Famer. And perfect lacking nothing. And the word perfect means mature. It means you mature. So we're on that journey, right? We've entered into the race and we want to run the race to win. And it's all about faith and it's all about love. So those are two, two expressions. Um, all right, let's, let's jump in on the power. Of, who mentioned the power of sin? Because that's where I want to go. Uh, to be, to walk in faith and to have victory, we have to know who we are. And one of the things that we, I think that we get confused about is that we don't understand that the old man or the old sin nature has been, has been crucified with Christ. And when we are living, we're not living from the old sin nature anymore. We're living from a born again, come alive spirit, a new nature. Remember when uh, Steve always says, we're, we're new creatures in Christ. Behold, all things have become new. You're not the same. So we are drawing from a brand new nature. It's not your sin nature. It's the old man has died. It said he's crucified from. He's crucified at the cross. Can I read this and then let's talk about it a little bit? Uh, for we have been united together in the likeness of his death. This is Romans 6. Certainly we shall also be in the likeness of his resurrection. It's knowing that this, that our old man was crucified with him, that the body of sin might be done away with, that we no longer be slaves of sin. For he who has died has been freed from sin. Now if we die with Christ, we believe that we should also live with him. Knowing that Christ, having been raised from the dead, dies no more. Death no longer has dominion over him. For the death that he died, he died to sin once and for all. But the life that he lives, he lives to God. So I know that's saying a lot. And somebody had just said, well, I just started reading the book of Romans, and it's heavy. It's deep. And Paul says a whole lot in two scriptures. He's almost overwhelming in his uh, the depth in the doctrine that he starts to expounds in it so it's a very deep book but it's telling us we have been changed we're new creatures we have a new nature and that new nature wants to express itself the way it is so what who you, who you really are and what you really are you're spiritual and your spirit has been made alive and now God says and now the difference between showing and glorifying things with your life is is whether or not you renew your mind to what the new spirit the, the, the spirit that has become alive wants to portray in your life so it becomes how much of your mind is renewed how much of your mind is renewed to know what God's desires are to know how to really love God how to absorb what he loves and hate what he hates That's and this is all coming from internal from, from in here so I want I wanted to put that point out first and foremost. Any comments on that? Are you living according to your old sin nature, that old man that actually died on the cross, was crucified? It says the body, the body of sin, he left 
that the body of sin might be done away with, that we should no longer be slaves to sin. I am no longer a slave to sin. The power of sin has been broken, but he left this body of sin. That's what he calls it. That wants to express itself. But we have to, by the renewing of our mind, we have to counter that and, and press into God and use the faith of God that God privileges us to use in order to already believe what he's saying about our situation mm-hmm. so that we can walk in the victory. And we can stare down and we can say whatever's tempting us, whatever's making us angry, whatever presses your button, we can say that, that power that's trying to draw me in is broken. I'm a new person in Christ, I have a new nature, and I don't have to be subject to that anymore. I'm a new person. Amen. And, I, and so, if you, the more and more you renew your mind in the Word of God, the more and more you, you will see you're a new person, and all you have to do is draw from what already has been placed in you. Mm-hmm. Draw it out. Well, yes, Joe? Yeah, I, I, would, I would contend that the only way to renew your mind is to stay in the Word. Yeah. You know, and, and that 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 may be becoming trite in that we you know we say it so often to some people. Maybe some people don't don't interpret that as being the necessity that it is. You know, and 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 and, and you know that there is absolutely positively no way to 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 progress in your faith in your love walk without delving into God's word. If you don't know what he wants, if you don't know what he wants for you, then you ain't going nowhere. Now that don't say you ain't going to hell either. You see. But our, my goal, and I think our goal while we are here, is to not just grow for our own edification, but to indeed grow so that we can project you see, the the, 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 the the Great Commission is the one God, God Christ said when he when he left, he, he told his disciples, he said, Now, if I don't go, I can't send the helper. <laughs> so now the helper, the Holy Spirit in us, it, it has to do has to do his job. We have to give him room to do his job so that we can take the gospel and the good news to all corners of the world, everywhere. So that means that we might not go out of this city or out of this area, but to the folk that we meet or the folk that we encounter along our daily trek, that's that's to all points of the world for us. Okay, thank you, Charles. Nancy, good 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 morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good to see you. Good afternoon. Good time. We started talking. <laughs> it's right. Um, Remind of another verse in Romans here. It's from uh, eight, verse eleven. And if the spirit of Him who raised Jesus from the dead lives in you, He who raised Christ Jesus from the dead will also make your dying bodies alive by His Spirit living in you. Amen. Now here it says again, this means children born in a natural way are not God's children, but only the children he had because God promised them were kind of descendants. We've all chosen to kill that man off one way or another. Mm-hmm. Okay. That guy's dead and gone. We have to stand in the faith of what God told us. You know, his promises are promises. That's the truth. He's nothing but love. Truth and you know, love, truth, joy, interchangeable. 
and that's him. That's him. Mm-hmm. So, right. Now the habits are hard to break, right? We, we have been programmed by that old sin nature, so that some people describe it as the residue of that old sinful nature, which was nailed to the cross wants to resurrect itself in your life and you give it permission to resurrect every time you don't know the truth you don't know you don't know to say no to it you don't know what God says and said to do don't lie but tell the truth for instance he says uh, in, in Paul says because why because uh, why are you lying to to members of the same body. Why are you lying and you're all connected to the same way? So instead of lying, tell, tell the truth. Instead of using that kind of language, use language that edifies. So, so he's replacing the language, he's the, the lies and profanity. He tells you, speak the truth to one another. Because you're, he says you're all members of the same body. So what are you doing lying to one another? And um, so he gives us the... The, the sin the, the, uh, what the old nature wants to do and then he tells us what the new nature is trying to uh, manifest inside of you so I have to be up on the word of God, I have to be reading it God tells me exactly what his desires are what, how he wants me to react how he wants me to respond and then it's my responsibility you can, you can have the resurrection power of God living in you the power of sin is broken you have a brand new nature and yet live just like the world right? or worse so it's, up to, it's not up to God anymore God has done everything he's done he's, he's now sitting down because his work, his work is done now it's up, up, up to us we have to enlist him in prayer we have to ask him to join in, in whatever things that are contending against us, if we want him to. And we have to use his words. We have to find out what his desires are, make them our desires, and then just live out from those brand new desires. See, we're not going against what we tr- truly want to do because we made his desires our desires. Right? If, remember the scripture says if you delight in, in him he will give you the desires of your heart. But it takes a delighting in him then you get his desires then they become your desires then you're just living out what you really are. And so it's easy. You're not going against the grain all the time. You're not saying, oh, I really want to be out there doing that activity, doing, you know, with those people. No. I really want to be with the household of God. I want to be praising God. I want to be worshiping Him. Uh, You know, I don't want to be gossiping and backbiting and doing those things. That's not me anymore. I have different desires. The signal that you don't want to leave the old crowd with their old desires is that you haven't changed. <laughs> and I say it's not it's it's not pulling you away from those people. It will come naturally if you start to change. If you don't start to change, we can we can have you know, we we can't we're never going to be strong enough to pull you away because we're going against your natural desires to be where you want to be. So you're not you're not free when when you are Stop doing it. You're free when you don't want to. That's profound, isn't it? Yeah, that's the Sure. All right, we're stirring it up. Yes. This is George. Here it is. Like you were saying, you can have the resurrected power, you can have it all. 
But then God puts the ball back in your court. Mm-hmm. And then it becomes, well, like Moses said, choose you this day. Yes. Mm-hmm. You should serve. Amen. So yes. you know now you got yes. the road to death, you mm-hmm. got the road to life. Mm-hmm. Now it's the choice. Right. You know, and like you said, you know, as, uh, as for my life, it, it, it does get easy yeah, to make the right choices when you allow yourself to make the right choices. Mm-hmm. It does get easy. This thing does this thing called addiction, this thing called life. Life has many addictions. This thing gets easier mm-hmm. when you allow yourself to make those choices you know, and get busy in, in the real work of the Lord. And, and, and allow him to edify you and build you, and, and it, it works good. Yes, it does. Good, yes, yes, it does. And that's and you know that's yes, next for him. Which has all to do with our love for him. Amen. That's why we start making those right choices Amen. because we love him Thanks, for what he did for us. That's the real thing. Yes. Mm-hmm. This is this is that Valentine's week. This is what your desires, you know, all the roses and all the the uh, going out to eat and the candies and everything else. And I love you and I love you and I love you. God wants you to desire, to desire Him so much that His desires have become your desires. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's val- that's God's Valentine. Amen to us. Amen. Larry, I want to take you back off of that because I want to go back to what He yes. says. Yes. Because when we say talk about loving God, how can you love Him? Ain't that what you said? If we don't study His Word, the only way that we can get intimate with Him is through His Word, because His Word is Him. So, in order for us to love God, we definitely have to have a relationship with that Word that's in that Bible. So that he can show us and teach us what love is really all about. Because, like you said, we have this Valentine's love, this which is an earthly love, which is a feeling. And what we've done is try to equate the feeling of earthly love with the commitment of what godly love is. Because the word says, for God so loved the world that he gave. In other words, he committed. Yes, yes, yes. See, so the word of God is a, the love of God is all about commitment and hardly any about how you feel. Right. Where the love of the world is all about how you feel. And that's why so many people get married and they fall in love and then they fall out of love because their love is not based on God's love. God's love is based on commitment. That's why we take those vows. Those vows of commitment, you know. And say anything about how you felt about it. That ain't even in the equation. None, none of the people I've ever married, and when I got married, that wasn't even in the equation. Yes. But it was, it was about commitment. Yes. You see, because God committed His Son, which is His power and His wisdom, to us, mm-hmm. so that it could go through the process of the death and the resurrection, so that whosoever will will be saved. We have to accept that. We're not accepting a man named Jesus. We're accepting. The power and the wisdom of God. That's what Jesus Christ is, according to First Corinthians right. one twenty four. Right. You see, so we don't even know what it is we accept him because we ain't been taught it. Nah. Nah. We say Jesus, we think about some man back yonder. Yeah. That ain't what God's trying to tell us. Here we go. God is trying to tell us what this real entity is. It's his power and his wisdom mm-hmm. that created everything. 
It's his power and his wisdom. You need to line upon line, precept upon precept, here a little, there a little. Show yourself approved. How? By study. The word. By study. Right. And rightly dividing the word of truth. So it does come with a great commitment to love. Comes with a great commitment yes, to God's word because the gentleman said that. He was telling you he, that all he had to do was love God. Well, how you going to love God if you don't even know God? <laughs> you going to pull him out the air. Right. 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 Yes. Thank you, Larry. The thought that came to my mind is what he says in his word. Jesus says, if you love me, you'll keep my commandments. Yeah, nah, yeah, nah. So, um, keeping his commandments is an ex- outward expression of your love for him yeah. so if, if it's something contrary that that shows that the love is not there because that's what his word says if you love me you'll keep my commandments yeah. Yeah. and we, when we look at commandments we always want to look at the Old Testament and you know uh, uh, the Ten Commandments but he said he, he talks about loving him you know uh, two things that they say the hinges on loving him and then loving your neighbor as you love yourself yeah, so this is an expression of love. We got to keep his word. We got to keep his command. Whatever he tells us to do, yeah. to love him more than anything else yeah. in this world, yeah. love him more than anything. Yeah. You know, with your your mind, your soul, your body, and your spirit. Yeah. You know, just just love him that way. And then you get to love your neighbor. Yeah. You know, as you love yourself. Yeah. You know, we know how much we love ourselves, but do we love our neighbor the same way? Yeah. You know, sometimes it's different. You know, we yeah. love ourselves one way, and we look at our neighbor. We love them a little bit different, a little shady on that part. But that's not what God's words say. In order to to have that expression of love, He tells us what the guidelines are. We've got to keep His commandments, and that's the expression. So if we want to measure up and see where our love is, and we're not talking about that Valentine's Day love that they had on yesterday. Uh, I think Larry said yesterday something about, oh, this is a great day about Valentine's. I said, well, to me, you know, Valentine's, especially, it is an expert for man and woman and all that stuff, yeah. but that's not the key, you yeah. know. Right. It, right. Right. That's not man come about, right. you know. God's expression is, is loving Him. Okay. To me, my Valentine is the Lord. Yeah. You know, I mean, my yeah. relationship. I mean, early, early yesterday morning, I got up. I had my day with Him, yeah. you know, yeah. because yeah. I want to show my gratitude and my adoration, and you know, just giving Him His due, loving on Him. Yeah. But it's just so important that we understand that, yeah. and it does go with commitment because you love Him, you'll commit yourself to Him. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you'll like allow His desires to become, become our desires to become His desires. Whatever yeah. His desires are, then that's what we'll have in our hearts. Because yeah. that way, we will delight ourselves in Him. And he said, "I'll give you the desire." Desires of the heart, then our desires will line up with, with His will. Yeah. So if our desires doesn't line up with His will, that means we're still not in sync with God. Yeah, we'll mm-hmm. you know, yeah. So I was on the right track. Mm-hmm. Yes, you were. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Brother. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love isn't jealous. It doesn't brag or get conceited. It isn't indecent. It isn't selfish. It doesn't get angry. It doesn't plan to hurt anyone. It doesn't delight in evil, but is happy with truth. It bears everything, believes everything, hopes for everything, endures everything. Love never dies. Okay. I tell you, just real quick, what's the secret to love? Take the you out of it. It's all about servant, being a servant. And you look at God, our servant king, Jesus Christ. Taking the us out of it and putting the him in it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
that's what it's all about. Right? Amen. Yes, sir. Amen. Rest your head and hang it there for a while. That's where it gets taped. Yeah, I was just, uh, I was going to pick it back on a couple of things and um, just what my friend just said, you know, uh, I was speaking with Lord the other night. I don't even remember what it was about. But he just told me, he said, you your head with oil. Get on your knees. So I did. You my head with oil, I got on my knees. My knees barely touched the floor. Mm-hmm. Barely touched the floor. He said, you want to love me? I said, you know, I want to love you, Lord. He said, love you, sir. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't you know? You're an extension of me. Right on. Amen. If you're an extension of me, don't you know your neighbor's an extension of me? Yeah. And we sit here and we talk about this perfect love. And we talk about it. And I know none of us are there. Um, And we talk about it to encourage one another on the path to get there. And in First Corinthians chapter 13, he gives us a list mm-hmm. of what love is. Okay. But let me see a show of hands in here. One person that fits that description. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about <laughs> we know one we read about it. It's like it's like what we heard we in the in the sermon we heard last night. Says, so, you know, I, I thought the closer that I got to him. The more beautiful I'd be. There we go. So the closer I get to him, the more nasty I see. That's right. It's the truth. And I got to say this because I just feel the Spirit is going to rupture out of me if I don't get it out. And I know that there's at least one person in here is wanting to ask this. But the Paul says that the old sin nature is dead. If the old sin nature is dead, the old man is truly dead. Right. Yeah. Why is it that we got to make a choice? Why is it that we got to nurture the new nature? Why is it that we have to keep and remain in His Word? Why is it that it has to be a daily battle? Why is it that the habits are so hard to break? If the old nature is truly dead. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I just had to. Yeah, I that I had to get that. That was a good talk, yeah. provoking question. Yes, it is. Who is next? Go ahead, Nancy. Uh, and the, to me, it's that um, um, the walking is good thing. If we're walking in the spirit, we're not going to be. He talks about it. You know, if we're walking in the spirit, we're not going to be doing the things of the flesh. If we're walking with Him as one in the spirit, in relationship with Him, walking along with Him. If you're walking <coughs> along with Him, you're right beside Him, and you're talking to Him and stuff. Well, you're not going to uh, the things in, that are around you in the world. No, excuse me, for example. Say you're you're walking down the street and you're talking with the Lord and you're just talking to him, talking to him. And some woman 
crosses your path, you know, or is walking, you know, you're you're not going to be easily drawn to look at that woman who maybe is immodestly dressed because you're going to be in your because your your love for him and you're talking to him and your your focus is just so completely on him that that the things in this world can't get your attention mm-hmm. um, and the and what the I should have shared this with y'all the other day was what. So Yeshua gave me to speak to our daughter to refuse what was going on to stop it was he just had me start talking to her about how special she is to him how much he loves her and the beautiful plan he has for her you know and so here she is well I didn't say well I just he was just tell her how well because you know apparently you know people are we're, they're venting they're venting they're looking for somebody lots of times people are venting they're looking for somebody to vent on mm-hmm. you know and so you know, I, I spoke these things she stopped she it, it just it left her that anger and what she was doing it stopped you should have been the most confused person I've ever met. Amen. All right, thank you, Nancy. Uh, Charles. Yeah, right. Um, love one another. Add to this Second Peter one, Second Peter one five through seven. Add to your brotherly kindness, love. Love is an indefinite thing to most of us. We don't know what we mean when we talk about love. Love is the loftiest preference of one person for another. And spiritually, Jesus demands that this sovereign preference be for himself. See Luke 14, 26. Initially, when the love of God has been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit, Romans 5, 5, it is easy to put Jesus first. But then we must practice the things mentioned in Second Peter one to see them work out in our lives. You know, it's it's a that's why there's no there's no there's no trophy. There is no award or reward, you see. But what it is 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 a benchmark. That's right. It's an ideal. Yeah, yeah. You see, Daddy. and we we know we know this. Daddy. And once we come to accept this and live according to this, Daddy. only then are we able to 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 maintain our, our walk. Thank you. Good, mm-hmm. good choice. I like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I want to feed back on that and what he said because he started this road. Mm-hmm. And you're right what you're saying. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. see, everything in the Bible, <clears throat> we can read scripture all day long, and y'all heard me say this before. Everything in the Bible is an ideal. An ideal is the epitome of where God wants us to get, right Amen. or wrong. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Right? Yeah, yes, sir. From what? Faith to faith to what? Glory to glory, right? Mm-hmm. So being dead, we gotta go there from faith to faith. To glory to glory. And as we get there, see, you might kill one thing, sis, mm-hmm. but then there's another thing Amen. that's going to come at you. You understand what I'm saying? That you got to die. 
It's always going to be something, but it's the ideal that the Bible sets before us that we're dead yes, to this old man and this sin. Now, see, that puts an ideal in your mind, to, and now we walk toward it. And as we walk toward it, we get better at it. And it's just like a snake shedding out of his skin. As he grows, he has to come out of that old skin. No. And then a new one comes in. And then he'll grow some more. And he'll come out of that one. That's where grace is so powerful. Mm-hmm. That's where grace is so powerful. That's why Paul said in the book of Philippians that I don't count myself as being apprehended. That means I have not arrived. But this one thing I know, I'm going to forget that which is behind me. And I'm going to press. I ain't got there yet. But I'm going to press. You see what I'm saying? I ain't got that why I ain't doing some battling, Paul's saying, you know, because every time I go to do good, he was there present with me, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I don't know, I ain't figured out how to do this thing, but through Christ, the ideal of Christ and his power, yeah. I'm walking toward this thing, and I'm getting better, right. and the hope of my calling gives me the faith, like he was saying, to continue, hey brother, to continue to go forward. Right. It's a continual walk. Yeah. You, okay. The Bible says, "Less." I'm talking about vision. Can you give me one more minute? Yes, sir. The Bible talks about vision. It says that unless a man is born again, he can't see. See means vision. The kingdom of God, right? John three three. I think it is. Yeah, three three. John three three. Okay. In order to see it, you got to be born again. Right. When you're born again, it puts a vision in you to see something. It's an ideal. Something that you have to reach for. Alright, let's go to first John. I mean John one twelve. As many as received him and those that believed on his name, they were given the power to be or to become the sons of God. Which one? Become. To become. Process. There we go. Process. You ain't there yet just because you say. But just because you want to be. You, 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 now let's just deal with the same thing. Mm-hmm. Let's just look at the word and deal with the scripture. Yes. Mm-hmm. Just because you saved, you have not entered in yet. That's why Paul said what he said. Just because a seed has germinated and it's coming out the ground, it has not become a tree yet. A hurricane or something else can knock it off. Mm-hmm. That's why it's a choice yes. along the way. Yes. Even in the winds of destruction that comes in our life, yeah. that choice is still there to reach that idea. That's why I like what you said about it, regardless of how many times you fall. Because, see, I caught that. Here we go. I'm still going to be perfect in my faith to where I'm trying to get to. I don't care how many times. You see? And as I, as I did that, it got better. And better and better, mm-hmm. and life got easier yes, and easier, and choices got better and better and better. But you see, if I don't try to go this thing all at one time, like I'm all at, mm-hmm. here we go, here we go. Again, see, I set myself up. Cause how do you eat alpha? One bite at a time. Amen. How do you get from point A? How do you get from here to that room? One step at a time. Here we go. Well, how do you get from faith to faith? One step at a time. And this thing gets better and better and better through the assembling ourselves together, through gathering strength from one another, through mercy and grace. But listen to me. Don't ever think Mm -hmm. that you've arrived. 
Because Amen. everybody Amen. is stupid enough to think that they've arrived. I don't care what. Now, you know Nadi's puff up? No. <laughs> for everybody that thinks they've arrived at this thing, they have just set themselves up for a fall. Pride goes for a fall. And a Holy Spirit. And you know you're right. Amen. 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 Thank you, Larry. Call us, introduce yourself to see you. Thank you, Jesus. And we're talking about how to change, how to be conformed. I, I keep thinking Romans 12, 1 and 2. How, how to be conformed to the image of uh, uh, renewing my mind by the word of God. I beseech you, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present yourself a living sacrifice, holy and presentable, which is your spiritual service. That's what we're talking yeah. about. So how do we get there? When the world is showing us Valentine's That's love, right. the world is showing us a different kind of love, but God, God's love is so different. That's what we're doing. Well, spirit, I just want to share this, just the spirit put in my head here. Um, the answer to why was because we who are fleshly do not accept completely on faith those things that, that our God who is spiritual has given us has given us and have yet to understand or accept the abundantly victorious life gifts that Jesus died for we complicate it needlessly by trying too hard you are dead to sin but being tested in faith Somebody say something. <laughs> I was uh, thinking um, um, about faith without works is dead, and work without faith is dead. And, um, Amen. And in my life, still, I mean, even now, and I kind of enjoy it now. I enjoy struggling. That's good. Mm-hmm. That's good. Mm-hmm. Everything that comes easy, I mean, I'm a single man. If I meet a friend and it's easy, I don't care nothing about it. Okay. Be honest. I mean, you know, that's just the way it is. And, but if it's something that I have to work hard for, mm-hmm. nah, mm-hmm. it's something that, you know, I'm going to continue to work hard. You know, and I remember, you know, in my life, you know, and, I, and I'm so glad that I stopped doing it. But, you know, I'll say, oh, I got to I'm through now. I'm done. I'm going on. You know, and, and every time I fall on my face. You know, stop, stop passing that. And I know that, you know, I, th- I have to, I have to, I have to get somewhere in one area before I can move somewhere else. Sure. You know, because I'm easy to get tangled up. And so I don't want to get tangled up. I just have to concentrate on where I'm at and keep going because, you know, I was listening to Steve Harvey. The other day in his ministry, and he kind of broke it down. He made me see myself, and and the thing about it, no matter what somebody else think about you, God got a plan for all of us. And you know, Steve broke it down. He used to work at for General Motors in the refining department, and he said we all end up scrap. 
But what uh, GM does with the scrap metal <coughs> is put the main components mm-hmm. on your automobile where you can get from part A to B, mm-hmm. which is that block. The block. You know? mm-hmm. And then they, and then once they make the block, mm-hmm. which is the main component, mm-hmm. they start adding stuff onto it. Amen. Yeah. That's how God is. But you got, we got. I had to get the main source first. Yeah. Now, yeah. you know, because we also talking about you know you got to love yourself. I had to hate myself. In order to love myself, I couldn't put no love in me. Amen. If I didn't find something to hate about myself, Just gonna say, when Paul says we're being made fully, amen. It's a process. 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 Boy, so much what you said. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah let me try to fill that footprint. But uh, <laughs> uh, now I just wanted to think about it. real quick off of what they were talking about with, with the world and love, and and said something about uh, the couples today. Why the divorce rate being so high? Oh, yeah. you know, I don't. I don't even think it's the the feelings that they had for each other, the false feelings that they had. But I think it was the feelings, and I know from my own personal encounter with the idea. Mm-hmm. It was, I wasn't in love with that individual. I was in love with what did you? What do you have for me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. What do you have to offer me? And she was too. Because when there wasn't anything else to offer her that she wanted, she was gone. But um, I wanted to piggyback too, you know, on the Apostle Paul says, I, I forget about the things behind. Because most of the things behind, if we're truly honest with ourselves, there's a lot of failure back there. Pure garbage. There's a lot of failure back there. And when we start dwelling on that failure, we, let, we start letting it stew inside yeah. us. Yeah. It doesn't do us any good. <laughs> it doesn't do us a bit of good. That's right. And uh, it actually prevents us mm-hmm. from doing it. It prevents us from doing any good. Yeah. 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 Because it fills us with all those doubts, fears, you know. Uh, your, your self-esteem bottoms out. You spiral down into depression. Next thing you know, you're done. Mm-hmm. You know. So for me, that's that's what the apostle Paul hits in my heart when he speaks about leaving those things behind <coughs> and pressing forward into the things ahead. Mm-hmm. Because I know for myself personally, if I start thinking about what happened to me 30 minutes ago. <laughs> I can start getting depressed. Mm-hmm. I can start getting down. And I can start saying, you know what? You called the wrong person. Mm-hmm. That, this individual right here, I don't have no mm-hmm. If I did, I wouldn't have did what I did. Mm-hmm. No. You know? 
So I think it's it's easy to get caught up in our failures. But I think that's a a society thing too. I think that we've grown up in that uh, social atmosphere. You can do a thousand good things. You know, where they say you build a thousand bridges but one of them falls down. Yeah. Well, your success rate's done. Yeah. <laughs> you don't be hard pressed to get a call to build another bridge. That's you know? right. That's right. Yeah. There you go. So, it's just a society that we live in that's hardwired these things into our head, which goes right back to what Dominic said um, being renewed. <coughs> being renewed. That's right. Am I? Renewed. Right. Daily. And, uh, uh, I appreciate really where Pastor Larry came from with that. Mm-hmm. I, I just thought I was going to pop if I didn't get that question. <laughs> there we go. There we go. <laughs> well, when, you, when you're through learning, you're through. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just, you know, the modern treatment is to go back and try and heal what you've done. But Paul doesn't say that. He says, walk in the Spirit and you will not satisfy the desires of the flesh. Mm-hmm. Paul doesn't want you to get cramped up and all, spending all that time and energy trying to figure out what you've done wrong. Although the, you can learn from the past, right. but don't spend don't spend well, half your life trying to figure it out. Okay. Just realize if I'm changing, I'm not the same person who's going to make the same mistakes. It's not going to have the same temptation anymore. So he says, walk in the spirit, keep on growing, mm-hmm. and then that stuff will just keep on fading. Amen. Mm-hmm. Right. I have two things I want to throw out that, that, that for food for thought. One is, in, my, in the book that I'm having published now, there's a statement in there, a quote that I made, and I asked the question, what's most important? Having what you want or wanting what you have? Mm-hmm. And that's a good question that everybody should ask. Oh, yes. That's evidence. There's another thing, me and a new family, we had them over to the house, a new family went to our church, and I had them over to the house, and me and the guy was talking, the man was talking, and God showed us a revelation. I never thought about this like this before, to show we was talking about the magnificence of God. Mm-hmm. And, that, and the word says, in my father's house, mm-hmm. there are many mansions. How many houses do you know that can hold a mansion? These are the long many mansions. Think about that. <laughs> Amen. You know what I'm saying? So when God dropped that on us, we got stuck. Nah. We just sitting there looking like too crazy for Because mm-hmm. we couldn't move. Because nah. that was too... That's, when you, you, We don't know what it is that we're dealing with. Mm-hmm. But when he comes, we should see him as he is and we should be just like him. Now, that's awesome. That is awesome. That's awesome. Okay. So I just wanted to drop that. You know, those two yeah. things. You know, mm-hmm. what's most important? Mm-hmm. Wanting what you have. I mean, having what you want or wanting what you have. Mm-hmm. You know, should I want her because I have her or should I want the world out there with all that in, you know? I got a question. I got a, that's a choice. Mm-hmm. I had to make a decision to want what I have over having what I want. Right. Because right. what I want will kill me. <laughs> <laughs> 
Graveyard David. <laughs> Graveyard David. <laughs> and straight hell back. But, but, this thing about God and in my father's house, there are many mansions, you know, that just overwhelmed me, yeah. you know, yeah. just, just yeah. The, yeah. The, the awesomeness of God, you know, that alone makes you want to know more about it. Yes, sir. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Know more about it. So, yeah. that's all I have to say. I Amen. Don't and, and if you, if you pay attention, the, what you have is gonna is most of the time going to be better than what you. Oh yeah, you know, yeah. You have it, mm-hmm. you're, and yeah. you're wanting something else. Mm-hmm. Bird in hand, bird in two in the bush. Mm-hmm. And when you see that later on, you want to kind of kick yourself. Yeah, mm-hmm. sure. Well, I'm only afraid that that toy. <laughs> you lose what you got trying to get what you don't need. Oh no! Say that again. Mm-hmm. You lose what you got trying to get what you don't need. What you don't mm-hmm. need. I can tell you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I'm really getting beat up right now about that it's it's all about prayer again. Yeah, that's that's all sticking in. It, it starts and finishes with prayer. Mm-hmm. First, plus more relationships with Christ through prayer, meditation, study. And, and I'm reminded that you know. Many, many, many years ago, they did not have this modern luxury that we're so blessed to receive. Um, they had to rely wholly and solely on that. You know, word was, you know, Martin Luther reformed the Catholic Church because they were buying and selling and keeping this away from people. Mm-hmm. People, we have the one unenviable right, and that's to pursue happiness through that relationship with, with our Lord and Savior. We do have a blessing in, in a most extreme way in the form of the Bible and fellowship and each other. But it starts and finishes with prayer. Amen. Amen. I said. Well, you're going to go with this. No, let's go ahead. No, no. no, he was saying something just brought to my attention about the Catholic Church. You know? I seen another day on the news where Galileo, when he pronounced that the the earth went around the sun. I didn't know that the Catholic Church condemned him to. Oh yeah, that's weird. To, to, to get, not, not not only that, no, they they made him stay. Oh, what that thing, house arrest mm-hmm. for the rest of his life. Mm-hmm. They they and 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 now they apologized the other day after all this time. They apologized <coughs> for doing that, you know. But it's amazing, you know. Uh, <laughs> it's amazing, man. Yes, yes. You know, this is what, what I want to speak to. Larry, you provided me a good canvas, and I appreciate that. Not trying to patronize you or something like that, man, but, but you know what? The the thing that that I the thing that I see as corrupting most of us is the lack of obedience. Mm-hmm. Okay, now, now, having said that, religion, mm-hmm. religion, okay, so I mean, we, we can talk about the Catholic Church, we can talk about the Baptist Church, we can talk about Episcopal, the Anglican community, because it has a myriad of religions, you see what I'm saying, that is only one God, 
That is the only one God. So now, so now he he left us with instructions for reproof. Uh, he, 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 infused, he infused us with the Holy Spirit for guidance. And he stands watch over us with love. Okay. So now, there is hardly any room for religion in my book. Amen. In my life. Now, you didn't hear me say I don't go to church. You didn't hear me say that I don't contribute mm-hmm. to my church. But the point is that that ain't my lifeblood. Mm-hmm. My lifeblood is the Word. Amen. 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 It's my lifeblood. Mm-hmm. And now, whether I'm uh, smoking crack or not, <laughs> which I'm getting to not. I'm getting closer and closer to not. Amen. But whether I'm 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 loving my wife or not, which I've been with this lady for forty four years, married be forty two, or not. The point is, the point is, y'all. You know, we got to get off of this vicious cycle of, to me, of pretending, mm-hmm. pretending mm-hmm. to romance the stone. Mm-hmm. We pretending to romance God. Mm-hmm. We pretending to romance Jesus Christ, and it's veiled with this hymn. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna live for God today, and then if you hurry up and go do something stupid. <laughs> this concludes our Rainmaker therapy session today with Counselor Dominique Flammer. Rainmaker. Therapy session number three.